He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. Number one show at nine. nine, uh, Well, the number one show at five o'clock. And... and, um, we have a full uh, studio today. We have Judge Weinberg, and he'll tell us where the heck he was on, on 9-11. Uh, we have Governor Patterson. And he was first deputy mayor, or first or, or, or just deputy mayor, uh, during 9-11, Rudy Washington, who will uh, tell us his experiences on 9-11. And this is an important weekend. It's 9-11 weekend. There's a new king in, um, uh, in England. And uh, you never know. Maybe the king will call in or somebody close to the king. Mm. And uh, we have a great show for you today. Lydia? Absolutely. We're going to be speaking with uh, former FDNY Commissioner Daniel Nigro. We'll speaking, speak as well with uh, Nigel Farage. Of course, we'll talk to him about what's going on in England and about King Charles III. And we've got a great show for everyone. And we'll also be talking with uh, Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, Dr. Peter Mikolos. But first on the line with us, we have uh, Governor George Pataki, who was there during that, you know, fateful and, and day. Helped, and he helped make a difference mm-hmm. uh, that day. Uh, Governor Pataki, uh, uh, tell us, uh, where were you that day, that morning? Well, thank you, John, for having me on, and I think it's important we never forget that day. I happened to be in New York City. I almost never stayed in the city, but uh, I was in the city, and our our daughter, who was working at Bloomberg News, called me and said, turn on the TV. A plane hit one of the towers. So I had her on the phone, and we were watching, and I was explaining how it was probably an accident. And then I saw the second plane hit and immediately knew we were being attacked and that uh, we were under grave danger. So what you do at that point is you just spring into action. I activated our emergency command center uh, in Albany. I called up the National Guard, closed the bridges and tunnels and tunnels and airports, called uh, Giuliani and let him know I was in the city and we were activating our mutual aid and other support so he could talk to me about anything he needed. And then I called President Bush. And, you know, it was just uh, one thing after another, but uh, – in a time of crisis, uh, you can't just sit there and think. You actually have to act. And uh, we have uh, in the studio with us, by the way, uh, Governor, uh, uh, we have uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. And you were with Peter Vallone at that time. He was the Speaker of uh, right. New York City. Yeah, what happened was it, was it was awful. But the next day we were back at uh, City Hall on Wednesday, and we were working with uh, Governor Pataki and his staff and Mayor Giuliani and their staff. We were starting to get the idea to bring the city back by doing a commission and Governor Pataki and Mayor Giuliani led that effort because we wanted to show the world that we weren't going to be knocked down and that we are going to stay down. We are going to get back up on our feet and rebuild New York. Rudy Washington, where were you? You were deputy mayor under Rudy Giuliani. Yes. Um, actually, I was standing underneath the building when it started coming down. Oh, my God. And um, I made it back to City Hall, and uh, the governor called, Governor Pataki. He called, uh, and he and I, for the first few hours, were coordinating and, and running the city because um, I was making my way to the mayor who was in the building, less, less I knew. And as I was approaching the building, the building came down. Um, and um, when I spoke to Governor Pataki, it was a very unpleasant conversation because he said to me, Rudy, where's, the, where's Rudy? 
And I said, the last I knew, he was in the building. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so, you know, he's a what building? He was kind of in shock at what I was saying to him. I said, you know, last report I had, he was in the building, and I was on my way to the building, and I told him what happened. And he said, Rudy, you got to find him. And um, I, I grabbed a few cops and told them the situation, said, we got to go back down there and find him. We got to find the mayor, you know, and, and the governor wants to know where the mayor is. And uh, we went back <laughs> and the second plane had hit. Now we got a second building burning. I had um, uh, had the weekend before trained with the military. So um, I had the admiral's phone number in my in my wallet and um, I gave the admiral a call. And oddly enough, uh, the military didn't know this was happening. And I, I'm calling down toward the Pentagon. Wow. Um, and, you know, you know, I listened to the commission that they put together, the 9-11 commission, and I hear a lot of revisionist history, you know, that I'm sitting there saying, it didn't happen that way. It didn't happen that way. You mean they, they were talking about it and it didn't happen that way? And you no, were there. I was there. And the governor was there. Governor, you, you, God, you have memories God, of those? Uh, what, what Rudy Washington is saying is exactly right. I read so much of the histories of what happened that day and just say, you know, I was there. That's not what happened. But let me just say something. Uh, I wish you guys Washington. were in, in Dallas when uh, Kennedy got shot. Maybe you find out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say something about Rudy Washington. There were a lot of unsung heroes uh, on September 11th, and Rudy Washington was one of them. I talked to Mayor Giuliani first thing in the morning as soon as I saw the second play hit and let him know I was in the city and we were doing everything necessary to provide the state's resources to help. Uh, but then, as Rudy Washington was saying, uh, I couldn't talk to the mayor. He, he had been trapped in his building where the emergency center was, and Rudy Washington took the leadership reins and said, we're pulling everything together. Uh, and while we look for the mayor, you can work with me. And Rudy Washington and I had a number of calls that morning to make sure that the city, city and state were working well together. Uh, and then finally, uh, early afternoon, I got a call from Rudy Giuliani saying he's okay. And he had set up a temporary uh, command center. And Rudy Washington, you remember, yeah. uh, I, I thought for about a minute and said, I'll be right there. And I brought the entire state team down to the same room where Rudy, Rudy Washington and the city team were. And we, the entire time of this crisis, we were at the same table in the same room. So there was never, you know, well, I thought you were going to do this. or you were supposed to do that. No finger pointing. We had a seamless response. And uh, that afternoon, the federal officials, FEMA, came right, in. Right, They, they were joined. in the same room. Yeah. They were in the same room. And, and I remember uh, Peter Vallone being there as well, you know, uh, judge. You know, so we had all the key decision makers at the same table in the same room on September 11th itself. And I think that made an enormous difference in our ability to respond as well as we did to this catastrophe. And I think you guys responded uh, beautifully. I mean, shutting down, because you don't know what's going on, shutting down the bridge is probably the right thing to do, because you didn't know if the Taliban were going to come down Broadway attacking. Well, what happened? Yeah, that's exactly. That's, yeah, that's exactly that, right. We didn't know what might happen next. You right. Know, uh, uh, the Pentagon had been hit. The the plane had gone down in Shanksville, and uh, uh, and you know there was just great concern about uh, possible follow on attacks. And thank God we didn't have any of those. But we did everything possible to make sure that couldn't happen. 
Yeah, because uh, that morning the FAA would not tell us how many planes were missing. I mean, so we were kind of operating in the dark. I'm we not didn't... sure the FAA knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably didn't. But we didn't know if Brooklyn Bridge was next. And there was tens of thousands of people flooding out of Manhattan mm-hmm. on the bridge. Uh, and so you would, you, if I remember, you would let them out, but you won't let anybody in. Well, actually, I went to close the bridge for a moment until, until the military got back to me and told me they'll be there in 30 seconds with air protection. Uh, and when they came over and the fighter jets were flying over, I opened the bridge back up because uh, I knew we couldn't be attacked. But, you know, we didn't know. Like, as the governor said, you know, we were taking all kind of precautions. Uh, what could happen next? Governor Patterson, where were you at the time? Well, oddly enough, uh, September 11th was primary day. You we were voting. Were, so I was voting. Who, and who'd you vote for? Not Mark Green. <laughs> well, I Not ne- Mark Green. I never got to vote for I voted All for right. Freddie Ferrer, actually. <laughs> All right. But, but we, we never got that far. They closed the polls by 11 o'clock. And then you had to make the decision, if you could do something to help, do it. If you couldn't do something to help at that point, get out of the way. And so I got my kids out of school and just tried to hope that uh, leadership, as it did, responded very effectively on what had to be the the dreariest day, I think, in American history. Uh, you know, one of the things that has not been reported, and since we have the governor on the phone, uh, the governor and I, you know, I told the governor, you know, uh, that, you know we, we need to know who's going to take over the city uh, in those hours that we could not reach Rudy. And we were actually researching for the governor to step in and take over the city. Why were you unable to reach Rudy? Where, where was he? Well, the cell phones, they were stuck in the, one of the buildings. Oh, that's why the cell phones weren't working? Right, right. Okay, and the cell and phones the cell weren't phones working. In those days, uh, was it the iPhone minus one or something? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> People forget that was the dawn of the Internet, really. Um uh, You know, the city was just moving into the Internet. We were just computerizing uh, as as the judge knows, some of the agencies. Uh, so communications wasn't the best in terms of using telephones or the Internet or anything like that. No, that's exactly right. In fact, we there was a famous uh, crash of a subway train, a high street subway crash, and we did hearings at the city council. We found out that the motorman couldn't talk to the conductor because they couldn't communicate. So telecommunications were very, very bad. And, and the system, the system between the firemen uh, and the... Uh uh, police and the police were were back and uh, entering the uh, studio now we have uh, the former mayor Rudy Giuliani and to, uh, yeah we have Governor Pataki on the phone and uh, 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 mayor and uh, we we were talking about where everybody was and we were worried about you and uh, Rudy uh, Washington was telling us about that you were you were missing in action and. They weren't planning your funeral yet, but it was close. <laughs> well, you got to have my list, Rudy, of what I want. I got a whole big long list of what I want on my funeral. Well, Mayor, I was clear. Mark Green wasn't going to be the mayor. <laughs> what kind of plan did you guys have in mind for that one? <laughs> no, no, I was I was telling Governor Pataki, you know, I have the lawyers do the research. And we made sure that that uh, Governor. Uh, uh, Patterson did not vote for uh, Mark Green that day. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right. Freddie Farrar, not a bad guy. <laughs> Who's your second choice, Peter Valance? So I, I'm going to – is George on the line? Governor? Yes, I am. Really. Hi, George. How are you? Good. So I uh, want to ask a question. I've heard a rumor, and this may be totally wrong, but I've heard it for years, 
that somebody determined that Freddie Ferrer was ahead when the vote stopped. I, I have never heard that. You never heard I, that I, rumor? I, I, okay, so that's just one of my I've crazy never people. Heard it, but I, but I did just. Uh, you know, uh, it, it must it have been Carbonetti. He, might, he was around. Well, that's the room where it comes from, of <laughs> yeah. course. Well, who do you think it would come from? <laughs> yeah. No, I no, no, I never heard that. I just knew okay. that it was impractical, given what was going on, to to ask people to go out and vote. So oh I no, you were t- you're totally right. I mean, it would, yeah, ridic- so it would have been ridiculous. You know, when yeah. I ran for mayor, I'm still looking for Carbonetti. There was was one building, I lost seventy three to zero. I can't have zero. What did Carbonetti do? Think it was a stolen election shot. <laughs> well, uh, Governor, what else would you? Where else were you uh, uh, thinking about when before we buried Rudy? Where, where what were you thinking about before the resurrection? We have a um, no. You know, I was I was just thinking of what needed to be done. You know, quite quite seriously. You know, it was a crisis that have ever anticipated. And uh, uh, one of the things I was thinking is how important it was that we work together. Uh, uh, and and you look at Katrina, where the feds were blaming the state, the state was blaming the city, the city was blaming the feds. And it was a horrible response. And we didn't have that on September 11th. And I think it's because Rudy, myself, President Bush, uh, the head of FEMA, Joe Alba, we just understood that Given the magnitude of the crisis, this was not about personality or politics. This is about doing the right thing. Uh, and when I look back at it, uh, I, I have two overwhelming feelings. One is sadness, you know, because we all lost close friends that day, and the horror was just terrific. New York responded, how uh, not just the firefighters and the EMTs and the police but citizens from every walk of life uh, just spent you know, days and days, weeks doing everything they could to save lives and then to help us get through this. And so I think we should all look back and, of course, understand the magnitude of the loss and the horror, but also have a sense of pride uh, that this was New York showing what it could do in a crisis and New York showing America at its best. Well, you know what I'm worried about now? That I mean, you were there. Rudy was there. Rudy Washington was there. I mean, uh, uh, Valone was there. Uh, who do we have now that can make those kind of decisions? Mm. Well, I don't even want to comment on oh, that. Oh, silence. Than, There's silence that. in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Other, the only thing I would say is that uh, of all the horror of September 11th, the thing, the positive that came out of it, to the extent there was any positive, was the sense of unity. That we were all Americans. We weren't Republicans, Democrats, Black, White. We were all Americans. We were all Americans. Uh, we had been. We were. Uh, we were attacked, and we were going to stand together. And you look at our leadership today, at a time when we should be trying to pull together. We have uh, demonizing half the American people as fascists uh, by our president, uh, deliberately looking to divide the people. For political gain, this is just terrific. It's the absence of leadership. It really we, we is. We should we should all be together.